Hi, it's Brian here from 31K for 31 Days again. I've just finished a Zoom call with Collie Bell from the Kevin Bell Repatriation Trust. And if you don't know anything about the KBRT, or simply want to know more, listen for the next 20 to 25 minutes and you'll learn all about it. I had a fantastic conversation with Collie, and here it is. Okay, so it's uh, Brian here from 31K for 31 Days, and I'm absolutely delighted I'm honoured to be uh, joined now by Collie Bell from KBRT. Collie, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Brian. Yourself? Not too bad now, not too bad at all. And yeah, didn't put my phone on silent, so we'll do that now and we'll get going. Collie, um, so it's great to, to, uh, to have you on and to have a chat with you and uh, to talk all things KBRT. Um, when I was thinking about doing a fundraiser, uh, I've been thinking about doing one for a while now. And I've always had in the back of my mind that I'd do it for KBRT and definitely something to do with mental health. So I'm delighted to be doing a fundraiser in your name and in uh, the name of Pieta House. Um, so in regards to KBRT, can you tell us how KBRT came into being and uh, how you started helping families repatriate their loved ones? Well, uh, basically we got... Our son Kevin had been killed in New York. He'd been out in New York for about 10 months and had been out on the Saturday night and when he was returning to his apartment he got out of his taxi and was hit by a speeding car or a speeding van and also a, a speeding car both vehicles uh, sped off and left him and he, I suppose fortunately enough he was killed instantly and when news then broke in Newry where we are from that Kevin had been killed the town went into a frenzy of fundraising to take Kevin's body home. Uh, Kevin had been killed early early hours of the Sunday morning, and on the Tuesday evening there was a, a pub quiz or a table quiz in the Canal Court Hotel in Newry, and it raised forty two thousand pounds. Um. Yeah, there was a, a fun run and walk. On the Tuesday, on the Thursday night, it raised over twenty thousand uh, pounds. People did anything they could: backpacks, big breakfasts, photo shoots, everything. Uh, people were just amazing, and, and uh, uh, there was also a fundraiser in New York where Kevin had been killed, and also in Australia where Kevin had also spent a year. And all in all, there was about one hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Sterling raised to bring Kevin home. Amazing amount of money. It was an amazing amount of money. And after Kevin's funeral, about a week after, we heard of a young fellow from Belfast who had died in Thailand. So we contacted his parents and said, look, we have this money. We'll pay to bring your son home. And then the following week, there was a young fellow from Sligo was killed in Las Vegas. Again, we reached out to the family and said, we have this money, we'll take your, your son home. So, And this would, for the first while, we were reaching out and then we decided that that uh, we would make this Kevin's legacy. So we applied uh, initially for, for charity status in Northern Ireland and it took us over a year to become a uh, to get our, our, our to become a registered charity, and then the following year we applied for charity status down in the in down south, and we also 
have charity status there. So as I say, that's how it started. We didn't start out to do it, but it kind of it happened naturally. Yeah. And it's great that you have charities status in two jurisdictions, of course, one, one island and two jurisdictions. And I, I can't imagine that was easy um, to, to get hold of, but uh, it has to be, uh, has to be brilliant that, that you think that you have that and that you can help people from all across the country. Yeah, well, the thing is, once we decided that this, was, this is what we we're going to do, we wanted to, to do it properly. We wanted the proper proper constitution, etc. And so we set up. Uh, we have, uh, as we say, we're a trust. We're we're uh, non-profit making, and nobody gets paid. It's it's purely voluntary. The trustees were there are ten trustees. There's uh, myself, Ethna, and my wife, uh, Kevin's twin, uh, Brandon and Connor another son he's a chartered accountant and then two or three friends of Kevin uh, who also accountants and uh, and friends of ours including the manager of the uh, credit union so we have a we're uh, say we have a good base a uh, good financial base and and uh, that's, uh, as I say, we're registered charity. We get audited by both uh, regulators every year. And thankfully, uh, it's going very well for us. And long may it last, of course. Um, Collie, it's funny. Uh, I remember coming across you a couple of months ago meetings in Ulster um, up in Garvahi. And uh, finally, one day, the, the penny dropped as to who you were even though I, I kind of know you from, from uh, seeing you at a couple of meetings before that, and uh, just haven't been uh, attended and taken part in some of the fundraisers that are on in Cavan as well. Um, it's funny that we kind of cross, cross paths uh, a couple of ways, you know? Um, yes. So uh, we'll just move on now. Can you tell me um, where do most repatriations actually come from? Where, what country? I'm sure you've, you, well, people have yeah. from many countries, but... Oh, all over the world, yeah. But uh, at the moment now, we're sitting. We've taken over nine hundred uh, people home to Ireland from all parts of the world. Now, they, uh, I'd say two fifths probably would come from uh, the UK. Okay. And I know we've taken. What is it? We've got actually got the numbers here. In fact, I'd send you this fact sheet after. Yeah, that'd be uh, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, we've taken. 85 uh, Australia from Australia and the unfortunate thing about Australia is that most of those 85 would be young yeah. you know it would be yeah. people taking 28 from just some of the numbers here 28 from Canada uh, let us say Europe 198 uh, USA 100 uh, Thailand 18 then it would be Cambodia and you know all over I mean but uh, uh, yeah it's all, all over there's hardly a country now at this stage that we haven't touched you know. well, that's incredible yeah um, it's incredible to think uh, the number of uh, families that you've now helped uh, it's just amazing it really is uh, yeah. and I know it's just that I say the, the world's a small place as you know now and, and I 
mean, it's a rite of passage for young people really to go and see a bit of the world, really, and uh, and unfortunately, accidents happen. Yeah, they do, unfortunately. Um, and, and what kind of costs are involved in repatriation? I'd imagine, I'm just guessing now, but with the UK being closer to Ireland than the likes of the USA or South America or Australia, that I'd imagine costs to repatriate from these countries may be a little less? Yeah, well, it, it, the costs vary even within countries. I mean, okay. for us, somebody from Europe is generally in the region of, well, now I'm going to give you uh, sterling, you know. Sure, yeah. So generally from Europe, it's, it's in the region of five or six thousand pounds. From Australia, it can range, different parts of Australia, it can range from maybe 8,000 to 15,000 pounds to take somebody from Australia. America, again, there's a big range. Mostly, if you're talking New York around there, it's generally around maybe 12, 13,000. And other parts of New York, as I, or of America, are actually cheaper. Could be eight or 9,000, you know, but, uh, and then from, from the likes of, Ireland or Cambodia or uh, the, the Far East, it's, it's generally in the region of around 8,000. And I can only imagine where English is not the first language in some of these countries, communication can be quite difficult too. Yeah, but generally what to do have, it, it, uh, you know, in, in say, as I said, Thailand, they, they would have a big, because it's, there'd be such a, a a range of nationalities who visit Thailand for for uh, for holidays. You know, they 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 and accidents, as I said, repatriations are are, are quite uh, often from Thailand. So I mean, English isn't really. And if there's a problem, then we just enlist the help of the Department of Foreign Affairs or. But generally, we can manage to do it ourselves. That's great to hear. Um, so, say for instance, you might get a call today that um, someone has passed away abroad. What's the what What's the events that then take place? Or where do you start? <coughs> well, I guess. Yeah. Well, basically, we have to find out. You need to know exactly where the person's body is. You know, the name of the morgue, or uh, uh, the hospital or whatever and then after that if you if, if it's a new one for us if it's a new country then we would contact the Department of Foreign Affairs and get a preferred uh, undertaker okay you know from from them and then contact them and then start making the arrangements to get them home so uh, but, but this stage I mean if somebody dies in Again, Thailand, that one phone call because we've taken that many people home, or from Australia, or from America. You know, it's just we've we've uh, we you have connections there. We are, we have our connections, and it just yeah. takes one phone call, and then the wheels go into motion. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, you know, with the COVID nineteen pandemic that we're having now, um. Just wondering, what effect has that had on uh, KBRT? Well, I suppose it's a double effect. I mean, we uh, have taken some COVID home from from the UK, and okay. last week we were 
taken four or five. But uh, with regards to other countries, it, I mean, there, and, and this wouldn't be particularly COVID related, but it's the fact that everywhere is shut down. Yeah. I mean, we're by a month to get somebody from Poland simply because they just shut their borders. Yeah. We have uh, we have another one from uh, France and another one from uh, uh, where where is it? Well, we've actually four who are sitting and we can't move because there's no no traffic, there's nowhere. No flights. Yeah. No flights. So we just have to wait until things loosen up and get them home then. But, and then on the other hand, of course, then there's so, there's, that, that, those four maybe have been over this last month. Now generally we would have four to six every week. So yeah. the numbers, but then of course, there are, there are no fundraisers either. Uh, I would spend a lot of my weekends, you know, traveling the country, either to go to a fundraiser or to go to, for a check presentation. Yes. Of course, all stuff too. So it's really uh, it's a strange time. Yeah, I think, um, that totally put me in mind of um, fundraising for yourselves, seeing as a big group events just just can't take place now. You know, so uh, no. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, you've answered a couple of questions just in one there with regards to uh, COVID. Uh, and then obviously we've discussed uh, how with large gatherings uh, or with the lack of large gatherings, uh, fundraising has been down too. Um, but with regards to fundraising on a lighter note, um, just even from some of the fundraisers I've seen over the last number of years and some that I've seen for KBRT and other charities, um, has there been any fundraisers which have kind of which have always kind of stayed with you or uh, oh, for, for any reason? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the unbelievable fundraiser down in Cavan, uh, down in Mullahorn, uh, when young Martin Cadden yeah. uh, was, was killed and, and they had the, uh, the tractor run. run yeah. And it, were you actually at that? Because I wasn't was, at that one, no. I couldn't make that um, one. Yeah, there was something like it. There was almost 600 tractors, you know, of all sizes and things. And it was just, it was unbelievable. I mean, the, the half the country, the county was, was closed down for this tractor run. Yeah. Then, of course, a, a, a friend of, of Kevin's, who, or who was at school with Kevin, uh, he came and decided that, and he wasn't a cyclist, but took it into his head that he was going to cycle from San Francisco to New York and went and did it. And if the same fella didn't know how to, how to fix a puncture, <laughs> but he, but he, he he went and he did it, you know. So well, that's, oh, that's thousands of kilometers. Oh, oh God's sake! It was three weeks, three weeks steady, or, or maybe more, you know. Yeah. But it, but it's a it's something for the having a CV, all right. But oh, I mean, there's there's I mean. And then we've got, obviously, you I mean we've got great supporters who, who do uh, annual annual uh, uh, fundraisers for us. And Calvin is great for that there, of course. And you've got also down in Waterford the Hoodie Puck, and these are annual now annual things. And, and yeah, it's the same self and I've met so many lovely people and. and 
uh, it's, it's, it's been an eye-opener to you, of course, you know. And uh, one of my other questions was, like, I'm, I'm sure you've come across wonders where you thought, not in a million years ago. <coughs> um, I, I saw a video of Michael Quinn, Michael Quinn who took on the yeah. arm. And you're, yeah. you're in the first videos, of course, and <laughs> just the look in your face when, when he's telling you about what he was that night to do, you know. Um, they're really great videos as well, and I think they did so much, uh, did so much for the awareness of, of uh, Jigsaw and for KBRT, the two charities that he was yeah. using for. Yeah. And not, not only did he, did he walk the length of the country, he went and shaved his head and his beard and encouraged yeah. enough, you know. Yeah, now I'm hoping to get to speak to Michael now next week, um, or even this week yeah. when we get a chance. And and that's the thing now, with with the pandemic and everything, we've we've all got plenty of time to 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 do new things and learn new skills and uh, you know, yeah. put our energy into into better efforts. Um speaking of putting energy into efforts, um Kevin or I'm sure Collie, can you tell me why is it you do what you do? Um, I, I just think uh, your your selflessness is, is, is just incredible, and uh, you know to to be doing it for uh, this number of years now, and to be getting you know bigger and uh, just continuing to do what you do is just fantastic. Um, what is it that drives you? I guess. Well, as I say, like it's not something that we chose to do. Really, it was kind of as a path was chosen for us. But uh, as I say, it's it's uh, done in Kevin's name and in Kevin's memory, and it's an honour to be able to. I mean, we're talking to parents who who get the same devastating news that we've got that we we got six years ago, and and to be able to to say look, or seven years ago now, but to be able to say look, we can. Take it out of your hands. You don't have to do anything. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a privilege to be able to do that and to be able to help people. And as well as that, uh, I mean, the parts of the country I've been in parts of the country now that I've never even heard of before, and met wonderful people. And uh, it's just to say, it's a pleasure to be able to do it. That's just fantastic. Um, well I'd just like to uh, finish off, I guess, by thanking you for taking the time to take this call and uh, look forward to seeing you whenever we get home, I guess. Could it could be Christmas. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you at some point and uh, thanks a million for taking the call. Oh, it's all, Brian, and I really appreciate it. And thank you for your fundraising efforts, really. We really appreciate anybody and everybody who. who who goes out of their way to help us. Thank you. No problem. So I'm just going to finish now by thanking Holly Bell from the Kevin Bell Repatriation Trust for taking my call over Zoom today. I now definitely have a better understanding of everything that the KBRT do, the costs that are involved in repatriation and the lengths that the Trust go to to get a body home to Ireland. If you'd like to uh, donate to my fundraiser, please go to GoFundMe and look for 31k for 31 days. Also, I'll probably have it linked either above or below this video. Thanks, guys.